This is HPR episode 2877 entitled Using Vanity with PD Menu and is part of the series Bash Scripting. It is hosted by Dave Morris and is about 23 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is Vanity is a rather cool program that will display GTK plus dialogues from a script. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. everybody, welcome to Hacker Public Radio, this is Dave Morris. Now today I'm going to talk about a tool called Zenity, in particular the way I use it with PD Menu. But I'm hoping that uh, you'll be able to extrapolate from that and use it in other contexts. So I use PD Menu quite a lot to do things on my main desktop PC. I did an HBR show on PD Menu on the... Uh, 13th of December 2017 and was amazed to hear from Joey Hess, the author of this tool, who did a response show in number 2459 soon afterwards. In the intervening time since then, I've still use PD menu a lot, but I've also integrated Zenity into the various menus that I use. Now this is a, a GUI tool which will generate a number of different pop-up windows, standalone windows, if you like, known as dialogues. And these can display information or you can type stuff into them, click buttons or whatever. The capabilities provided by PD Menu to do this sort of stuff, display is fine, no problem, but uh, um, inputting stuff is a little bit basic for my needs. So I found that Zenity was a way to make good these shortcomings. So I thought it might be of interest to show some examples of what I do with Zenity and give you a quick overview of the the tool itself. So if you look at the Zenity manual, which is linked from the notes, it's a rewrite of G-Dialog, which is the GNOME port of Dialog, uh, which allows you to display dialog boxes from the command. But I think the dialog boxes are not GUI things. They're just uh, curses or n-curses type boxes that uh, are displayed on your terminal. But the point of it is that you can make menus and display them from the command line and from shell scripts, which is a great convenience. Now, Zenity runs on Linux, BSD, Windows, and there's a version for Mac OS X as well. And it's invoked from the command line or a script simply as the command Zenity, all in lowercase, that's Z-E-N-I-T-Y, with a bunch of options. So the most critical option, I guess, <laughs> the one that you definitely need to provide anyway, is one of a list that I've put into the notes, which I won't go through in massive detail, just maybe pick out a few. But um, the, the options 
select what type of dialog box is required. So for example, you might have hyphen hyphen calendar, which pops up a uh, display, a calendar dialog. You might have hyphen hyphen question, which shows a question dialog, which I think you can put yes, no's in, that type of thing. You can have a password dialog, which is just a box you can type into, which doesn't echo what you type, and so on and so forth. Now, I suppose I could do a whole series of shows on this, but I, um, I don't think anyone would be that interested to hear it, especially since the manual page, just if you type manzenity, you get a lot of quite useful stuff. It could be formatted a little nicer, but um, you can also go on the web and see the manual there. The manual actually on the web misses out one or two things and hasn't been updated as much as it should perhaps. I think I'm looking at the latest one but anyway the information is there if you look around a bit. So once you've decided which of these dialogues you want then there are a whole load of other options which will modify what you what you do. So for example there's a set of general options and they all begin with double hyphen. So hyphen hyphen title sets the window title for the dialog box, the thing you see on the top bar, depending on which, what window manager you, you There might be an icon involved with it which you can set with hyphen hyphen window hyphen icon equals and then the name, either the name of an icon or the, a pointer to the file containing the icon, I think. I won't read these out step by step, but you can set the width and the height of the, the window. Otherwise it will default to what's, what's appropriate for your usage. You can also set a timeout which is interesting. So you could be asking a question with a timeout which uh, will eventually uh, trigger if you don't answer and then your script can take action to say well you didn't answer, where have you gone, I'm not going to do this at all, close down, those types of things. So I wanted to look at a couple of examples of dialogues that I use. So my first one is the calendar dialogue which is actually quite complex but uh, I thought you might find that more interesting perhaps. It takes options hyphen hyphen text and that's a a string followed by a string which with which you set text in the in the dialog box then you can set the date on which the calendar is to be set there's a display with that date highlighted you can do that with hyphen hyphen day hyphen hyphen month hyphen hyphen year each of those followed by an integer to set these um, these values but if you don't uh, include uh, one of those three then you will uh, it will default to the current date. The one that I find to be the most useful is hyphen hyphen date hyphen format equals pattern. And what that does is to set the format for for the date returned by the calendar dialog. And you can use in there the codes which you'll find in the man page under strf time like percent capital Y for the four-digit year, for example. So I've got an example here, which is on the command line, typing zenity space hyphen hyphen calendar hyphen hyphen title equals test hyphen hyphen date for and date hyphen format equals then in quotes percent capital Y hyphen percent lowercase m hyphen percent D close quote. So what that does, and I've got I've um, screenshotted a uh, an example 
This was run on the 25th of July. It's showing a calendar thing, widget, I guess, uh, dialogue, showing the entirety of July with the 25th being highlighted. If you then clicked OK on that, you would get back the string 2019-07-25. So that's all good and fine, and you could you can hopefully see how you would use that in scripts and so forth. So I use this in my pdmenu stuff. So there is a file called .pdmenu.rc, which contains all of all of these sorts of things. And in particular, I use it to keep keep notes about HBR shows. I've got an SQL how do you say this SQLite database, which in which I keep a, a list of HBR shows and I store notes about them, so that when I when I do the community news recording, I don't have to rely on my memory <laughs> to uh, remember what what I thought about a particular show when I'm commenting about it. This is this is useful. I've got a, a script which will take this database. So I actually put the the database info into a media wiki wiki which runs on one of my Raspberry Pis. And the reason I've got a database and a wiki is because I started with the wiki and which I used to ha- hand edit. And then I thought, oh, I could put it in a database and then automate the editing. So it's easier to type into a database. I thought using an editor. So um, that's what I do. I'm sure there's there's easier ways to have done this. I've got a wiki page per month of HBR shows, and uh, so. I just put that up on my screen during the community news show and, uh, and and scroll through it. So my menu in PD menu has got this particular one says update the wiki for this month is one of the options or update the wiki for any month. So I might have added shows into the wiki, into the database ready to go on the wiki for the coming months. So for example... Because these shows have just been added to the uh, the HPR database, and I've updated them, I've added them to my database. So, the two menu entries you see shown in the in the PD menu submenu in the notes are um, implemented through two exec lines in menu, and the first one simply calls a script called update underscore wiki where it defaults to the current month and uh, everything's fine. But if I want to do if I want to do update for a previous month or a, a future month, then I use Zenity to pop up a calendar dialog to ask what uh, what month I want to do stuff for. And if you look at the example, you'll see I've got a long line which has been split with backslashes at the ends of lines. But uh, the piece of this line is the bit where you put the command that you want to execute when that particular menu entry is clicked on is rep equals so i've got a variable called rep and this is a piece of shell script and then dollar and then in parentheses zenity space hyphen hyphen calendar space hyphen hyphen title equals quotes update space wiki close quotes space hyphen hyphen Text equals select a month space and then hyphen hyphen date format equals. And in this case, I'm, I want a date to come back in the format the first. Uh, I, ju- I just force it to be the first of the month. So it's 01 hyphen percent lowercase b. That returns 
a month name in an abbreviated form, hyphen percent capital Y, close quote. So that's the entire command that's being run in a command substitution. And the answer from that gets put into a variable called rep. So if that succeeds, that is, I don't click on the cancel button when the the window is, is being displayed. We'll do the thing after the double ampersand. So this is using standard shell type. This is using standard shell type choices where you have a thing that returns a, a true false and a double ampersand. And then in curly braces, you have a bunch of commands that you want to execute. So I've got in curly braces, slightly unreadably because uh, it's all being split up with backslashes, got echo space, then in double quotes, dollar rep. That's just me debugging what I'm doing. It's not really necessary. Semicolon. Then I call this update wiki com uh, script with, in double quotes, dollar rep, semicolon. So what that actually does is to invoke my, the script that I mentioned earlier. But in this time, this time it's getting a date. Why the date? Why is the date in this format? Well, I'm using a, it's a Perl script. I'm using a library which quite likes that format. Um, by default, it's it, it's um, a date parsing library, which seems to handle that particular format most easily. So I just, uh, that's that format of date, even though it's not good 8601 format stuff that, uh, that Ken would, would prefer. So there we go. So I choose the month I want to update, and off it goes and updates it. Now, what will happen is the the Zenity window will be shown, and it will default to the current date. Um, so if I want, it's now uh, August, if I wanted to update something for July, then I, uh, I simply have the, the month of August displayed in the window, and in the top of the window either side of the month name there is a less than and a greater than sign so I would just click the less than sign which moves me backwards one month and then click OK it will then return the month doesn't the, the actual day involved doesn't matter because it's ignored and replaced by one so that's that's what I do and that's a lot 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 easier than typing a date into the PD menu input thingy. So the other example I was going to talk about is using the forms dialog. Now the forms dialog is a very strange beast. It effectively lets you assemble a number of other dialogs together into one structure, one form. And it takes the following options which I've listed in the, in the notes. It takes a text string with a hyphen hyphen text and it then can take one of the following which uh, which do the the adding of different types of of uh, dialogues into the form so hyphen hyphen add hyphen entry will create a little text entry doodad which i'm tempted to say widget but i'm not sure if it's widgets the right word but anyway uh, you can see an example here a bit further down the page you can add a password entry into the form. You can add a calendar. That, that, those seem to be the only ones you can add. You can't add some of the other more esoteric dialogue types that Zenity offers, which is a bit of a shame, but there you go. This is not meant to be an all-singing, all-dancing tool. It caters for a lot of, of capabilities, though. 
they, I think in the manual they do point out that uh, if you wanted to be more fancy than they they have provided, do more fancy things than the things they've catered for, then you'd be better to learn to program dialog boxes yourself and write your own, which is, I suppose, fair enough. Then um, hyphen hyphen separator is a way in which you can define, because you're going to be getting back multiple values when you run this, and you can specify what the separator between the values should be. Should it be commas or vertical bars or whatever? And if you have something which returns a date, i.e. a calendar, then you can specify the date as well. So I've got an example here using a form. It's got an entry called first name and an entry called last name and a calendar called DOB, day of birth. And the format is the year, month, day format. So if you were to type Joe in the first name box, blogs in the second, in the last name box, and click on the 1st of April 2000 for your date of birth, and then click OK, you would get back, as shown in the example, Joe vertical bar blogs vertical bar 2000 hyphen 04 hyphen 01. The default separator is the vertical bar, I should have said. So that's pretty useful. Well, I find it useful anyway. So I have an example, another piece of PD menu stuff, where I, in this case, I am collecting metadata from the Internet Archive. And the reason I'm doing this is because I'm keeping an inventory of all of the HBR shows that have been updated and added, that have been uploaded, I should say, to the Internet Archive, archive.org. And I'm also keeping a record of all of the files, associated files, with it. I do intend to incorporate this into the new HBR database, but for the moment I'm just doing a sort of local version. So there's another SQLite database with this in, and um, I've got scripts which will do the data collection from archive.org, and they return JSON format data, save it in a file. So the particular menu entry I have is the one, is the one just to talk, to talk to you about, is the one that collects the JSON from the Internet Archive. And in this particular case, the shell script bit that I'm executing is rep equals dollar open parenthesis zenity space hyphen hyphen forms space hyphen hyphen text equals enter show numbers in double in single quotes space hyphen hyphen add hyphen entry equals start uh, space hyphen hyphen add hyphen entry equals end close parenthesis double and then if that zenity call returns true then i will execute a script called collect show data and I will be giving it two arguments. It, it needs the first show of a series, a lower number, and a second show number. So my example shows 2866 and 2870 being provided to the, the particular call and that's just to, to grab five HBR shows, metadata for them having previously uploaded them to the Internet Archive. You see the sort of fun I have with this. Um, <laughs> so 
this just just does the thing. The the, the bit after the amp, double ampersand uses these two numbers and feeds them in, into this script. I guess the one of the important aspects of this is that you've got this single string with a vertical bar in it and you've got bits either side of it. There are just two two pieces to this. So the expression in double quotes dollar open curly bracket rep that was the variable that's got the value percent vertical bar asterisk close curly brackets close double quote. What that will do is it will remove from that string everything from the vertical bar to the end of the string. So in other words, it returns the first element of the string. Then the second one is, again, in, in double quote, dollar, and then in curly brackets, rep, R-E-P, hash, mark, asterisk, vertical bar. So what that's doing is removing everything from the start of the string to the vertical bar, inclusive, of course. So that returns the, the second piece of the string. So that uh, that's how the, the two values are fed in. There's, there's no error checking really here, though I think if you click OK before both fields are filled in, Zenity might fail. I'm not sure. I've never tried that. I don't do a huge lot of error checking and things are right for myself, I have to say. So that's that's what it does. And that seems to be... That works fine for me. And I think it's a very cool way of approaching things. I've certainly come across other people who use this type of approach to uh, running running scripts and so forth. And um, so I don't think I'm on my own in doing things in this way. So in summary... I said, I need a menu since I can never remember what I'm supposed to do to carry out workflows and other processes. I'm always... uh, The times I used to do this type of thing where I would think, right now, just go and do that, whatever is necessary. And then I have to do step one, step two, step three, step four. I do step one and then go straight to three. And thought, huh? Why is that? What? And then, oh no, I forgot to do step two. So putting it in in a some sort of script form just stops me being an idiot well it doesn't stop me being an idiot but it stops my idiocy from uh, coming out into the the world so as i say here my motto is if in doubt write a script that's what i do uh, i said again that the facilities in pd many for prompting and gathering information are a bit too basic for my needs but zenity does a pretty good job so it's not i'm not doing good old command line and curses type things. I've actually broken out into the world of GUI with this stuff, but I think I, I think that's fine. Seems like a good compromise. Finally, just one slight grumble about PD menu. The shell it uses to run is uh, run these commands is sh and not bash. So some of the bashisms I'd like to use aren't available to me, which, which I fell over when I was developing some of these things. Not hampering me too much, I can work around it. And the thing that M- that implements sh on my machine is dash which is reasonably sophisticated but not quite as sophisticated as bash and um, if it becomes a problem maybe look at changing the source of pd menu to do what i want it would be quite nice if you could tell pd menu what shell to use underneath i'm not sure how how practical that is um, whether you can uh, specify that to the sort of calls that do these run these things as shell, in a shell but uh that would be something I would look at if it became a problem. But I, hopefully you'll find it useful. If you uh, if you look into it in a bit more detail, if you feel that you want me to talk about how you would write uh, 
more sophisticated bash strips rather than specific PD menu things, then tell me by all means. I'll be happy to, to do more, but I assumed I'd, I would have done enough. Yeah. All right, well, that's it then. And uh, thanks to Joey Hess for PD menu. Okay, bye. <laughs>